year is 2099. These are the files of Kent, the key environmental, non-judgmental task force. Director of Operations, Professor Nebulous. You are now accessing hollow file number 644. Codename, Last of the Present Sirius. Gemini, get me a Kent HQ status report, please. I am obeying. Kent operatives Paula Breeze, Rory Lawson and Harry Hayes are all dead. Super. Cause of death, please, Gemini? They were all killed by you, Professor. Exactly, my computerized compadre. <laughs> They're dead and I killed them. Now, finally, things can get back to normal. May Gemini make an inquiry, Professor? Inquire away, Gemini. Do you feel any remorse? Of course not. I had no choice. Admittedly, when I arrived for work this morning, I hadn't planned to brutally murder my workmates, but I'm nothing if not flexible. It's strange, you know. To begin with, it was just another ordinary day in Kent, 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 Kent. Rory, can you please get a move on? I need to see those new figures. Especially that new limited edition number seven. Hang on, hang on. I've got to finish these downloads. What are you doing? Just grabbing some new tunes. Jessica Favranfra, The Innumerable Forks, The Nybev and Seventeen. I don't know where you find this stuff. Download them directly from the minds of the composers. Isn't that illegal? Yep. As illegal as talking about your pension plan in a built-up area. Let's listen to this and have a break. Turn that off. This is a place of work, not a place of break-taking. Hello, team. Morning, Professor. Can I take your coat? Thank you. Paula, now, we've got a lot to get through today. I'm running more tests on my new invention. I believe my transmat can transport beer mats from one side of the room to the other. Paula, I want you to finish that report on the decline and fall of the Ramones' empire. Oh, and Rory. Yeah? Washing machines three and five need descaling. Jumping to it as we speak. Has anybody seen the post? I've just been through it. There wasn't anything for you, Harry. Damn! Oh, don't worry, Harry. This is Britain. There'll be another postal delivery next month. Come on, stiff upper lip. Unlike you, Professor, I no longer have the luxury of an upper lip. <sighs> Only a lower lip. But that is stiff. And crusty. Good morning! Wasn't Harry seeing a counsellor? Yeah, he stopped going. She kept pushing the suicide option. Hello, team. Oh, hi, Prof. I, I didn't see you leave. It, no. Neither did I. Morning, Professor! Can I take your coat? And sniff it. Uh, thank you. But I thought I'd already been decoated. No, but please take off as many layers as you like. I might join you. That won't be necessary. Now, we've got a lot to get through today. I'm running more tests on my new invention. Umbilical corduroy. 60 times stronger than traditional umbilical cords and available in chunky, extra chunky and geography teacher. Paula, I want you to finish that report on the singing robot quads, Kiki A, B, C, and D. Oh, and Rory? Yeah? The tumble dryers need decanting. Jumping to it as we speak. Wait. What manner of deja voodoo is this? What do you mean? I can't explain it, but I know I've experienced all this before. You mean you've been reincarnated or, or cloned? No, no, it's not that. Could you have been reincloned? What? Oh. Oh, let me give you a nice cuddle. Paula, please! I'm trying to fret. 
I can't quite put my finger in it, but something's fiercely amiss here. Observe, Controller. Professor Nebulous is behaving erratically. It was always a possibility. This Nebulous is more intelligent than the others. It makes me want to thump him. I don't know what it is, but it's not right. Could it be wrong? What should we do, Controller? As you know, I am controller of the largest TV network in the four galaxies. So before I can form my own opinion, I shall need to see the ratings. Rory, can you please get a move on? I need to see those new figures. Especially that new four that looks the same when you turn it upside down. Hang on, hang on. I've got to finish these downloads. What are you doing? I'm just grabbing some new tunes. The Five Druid Ounces, Heathen Dominoes, Measles Christ. I don't know where you find this stuff. I'll download them directly from the minds of the people who plagiarise the originals. Isn't that illegal? Yep. As illegal as wearing hazardous cufflinks in a built-up area. Let's listen to this and have a break. Turn that off. This is a workplace. Not some... break takery. Hello, team. Morning, Professor. Can I take your coat? And hug it, hug it, hug it. Thank you, Paula. Now, we've got a lot to get through today. I'm running more tests on my new invention, the information super lay-by. Now with picnic tables. Paula, I want you to finish that report on the evil hermaphrodite dolphin with legs. Oh, and Rory. Yep. The Zanussis need defluffing. Jumping to it as we speak. Wait a minute. Now I'm getting deja double view. This has happened before, many times before. Any second now, Harry is going to come through that door and say... something... about... something. Has anybody seen the post? The post, the post, that's it, the post. I've just been through it. There wasn't anything for you, Harry. Damn! Come on, Harry, keep your hair on. Uh, obviously, you don't have hair. Uh... No, Professor! Nice of you to mention it! Good morning! Paula, Rory, I don't know what's going on, but whatever it is, I'm going to stop it right now. Hello, team! Morning, Professor! Can I take your coat? Damn! You are now entering... Yellow room. Gemini, I want you to put Kent on russet alert. I am obeying. I'm going to see Sir Ronald Rollins before I find myself arriving in the control room again. Why don't you let Gemini get Sir Ronald on the holophone and save you the journey? Nonsense. I have to get out of here. Anyway, I hate hollering. But you can't leave, Kent. Not yet. You haven't been voted off. What? Voted off? What do you mean? Gemini doesn't mean anything. Gemini, has someone been interfering with you? I think we'd better flip open your central control panel. You have no internal workings at all. As I anticipated, this is worse than I thought. Intrugulators! Stay exactly where you are. What in God's name is going on? You're coming with us. Get off! Unclaw me, you bodless creature! Your kind are not welcome in Kent. Hold him down! Well, this cannot happen! Gemini, neutralize these invaders! I am not obeying! Ah, come along! Let's get this over 
once, Professor Nebulous. Now I know I'm not in Kent anymore. Who are you creatures? We are the Sirius. We scooped you up using our vastly superior scooping technology and transported you far from your home world. You are now on Sirius, or as you Earth blokes call it, the Dog Star. That was before the withering. We now know it as Poodle Sphere 6. How can we be on Sirius? The surface temperature is 8,000 degrees. It's even hotter in the summer. The Sirius mastered the solar thermostat whilst Earth was still struggling with the intricacies of Pac-Man. I am Controller Clavor, director of the Sirius TV network, creator of all the galaxy's top-rated formats. You've been invaded. The subjugation game. Who wants to be a minion? I see. Super. You know, it really isn't necessary for me to be strapped into this chair. Honestly, it's it's years since I've fallen off a chair. We can't be too careful. After all, you are one of our greatest assets. We scooped you up and placed you in an exact replica of Kent. The Baller Show is our highest rated reality program. This is outrageous. I demand to know and the, the, the Paula Show... Wait a minute, why isn't it called the Professor Nebulous Show? Or just Nebulous, that would be quite snappy. When we first observed the people of Kent, we mistakenly believed Paula to be your leader. Paula? She could barely lead herself. By the time we realized, the show was already a success. And it was too late to change the title. But what's been going on? We just seem to be going around in circles. What you've been experiencing is the Weekend Omnibus Edition. It's on a continuous loop. And let me guess, a temporal flux generator ensures that no two versions are exactly alike? It's like some insane merry-go-round, each elliptical revolution taking it further from reality. The children on the merry-go-round cling to the brightly painted wooden horses for security. But the horses are starting to mutate. They're turning into Shetland ponies, and I'm I'm drifting. Unfortunately, Professor, during the broadcast, you have become self-aware. And so I have brought the whole operation to a grinding halt. I've seen right through your elaborate construct, due in no small measure to my skyscraping intellect. No, this often happens during the omnibus. The same thing happened to you last weekend, and again a couple of months ago. What? How, how long have I been here? You're just coming to the end of your tenth season. Good God, no. But now you've explained all this, you, you can't return me to the show. I do much too much to... Nonsense. All it takes is a simple memory wipe. There's nothing simple about a memory wipe. It's a highly complex operation. Not on serious. We have fitted you with a flip-top head. We just pop your catch, like so. Ow. Then... We give your brain a quick once-over with one of these moist memory wipes. It's stinging my mind! Please don't struggle, Nebulous. They're hypoallergenic and they're lemon fresh. I think it's time we made a few adjustments to the format of the Paula Show. Extreme adjustments. Rory, can you please get a move on? I 
need to see those new figures. Especially that new Zero Extreme. They say it's less than nothing. Hang on, hang on. I've got to finish these downloads. What are you doing? Just grabbing some new tunes. Spectral Hector, The Nine Ronnies, Lloyd Mongol and the Mongoloids. I don't know where you find this stuff. Well, download them directly from my own memory of having heard them before. Isn't that illegal? Yep, as illegal as building down in a built-up area. Let's listen to this and have a break. Turn that off! This is a workplace! Not a, uh, uh, not a, not a... Turn it off! Hello, team! with you? Uh, no. Now, we've got a lot to get through today. I'm running more tests on my new invention. A noise so quiet, it makes inaudible sound deafening. Paula, I want you to finish that report on kinetic etiquette and Connecticut. Oh, and Rory. Yep? I'd like you to jump to it as we speak. Bollocks, sir. Sorry, late again. You know me. Morning, Boko. All right, Boko. Morning, Professor. I've got those printouts you ask me for. Oh, uh, thank you, uh... Buku. And I've finished off with that ironing. I'll go to the yellow room and start running those tests. Yeah, see you later, Boko. Good old Boko. Wait, 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 wait. Who, 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 who was that? Boko. Yes, I gathered that, but who is Boko? Boko? He works here with us, in charge of the filing department. Filing department? I thought we just had two boxes and a shovel. He always turns up late, always says, You know me! Has anybody seen Boko? You just missed him. Damn! He's only gone to Yellow Room, Harry. You could catch up with him if you leg it. Unlike you, uh. I no longer have the option of legging it. Good morning! This doesn't make sense. I mean, what sort of a name is Boko anyway? Right, it's short for Bocanucci. His father was Italian and his mother was Uchi. Maybe, maybe I'm losing my mind. I keep getting these zesty lemon headaches. Ooh, can I sniff your mind, Professor? Not, not now, Paula. I'm going to Yellow Room. Oh, what a man. He's so clever and so citrusy. You are now entering... Yellow room. Gemini, I want you to put Kent on burnt ochre alert. I am obeying. Where's Boko? He has not yet arrived, but you know Boko. That's the problem. I'm not entirely sure I do. Boko facts, please, Gemini. Boko joined the Kent team in October 2095. At various times, you have described him as a real asset to the organization, a super chap, and my old mate Boko. Oh, dear me. I haven't felt this confused since I was awarded the Edward Woodward Woodwork Award. You don't have to worry about Boko, Professor. He's no clown. <laughs> what? Clown, clown, clown. I'm... I'm not a clown. I... Oh, this new makeup scheme makes you look like a proper clown. Now, a big permanent grin to finish. Oh, but mother, I look ridiculous. That's what we call the whole point, son. Too much makeup is bad for your skin. Especially if you have an open pore problem like I do. Slap it on before I slap you down. No, I shall not clown. Shall not clown. Shall not clown. I shall not clown. Professor Nebulous, are you all right? Uh, 
course I am. Got a man writhe in delirium without having his motives questioned. Sorry, life again. You know me. Ah, my old mate, Boko. Let me help you up, Professor. No, thank you. I'm perfectly capable of standing myself up. Now, where's that mirror? I must see my face. Here. Oh, thank God. I look normal. For one hideous moment, I thought I was wearing gaudy makeup, a false nose, a red wig, and a miniature plastic hat. If there's anything I can do to help, Professor, you know me. What's going on? Contestant Boko, switch to kill mode. Can't can do. Kill mode? What's kill mode? It's not like slaughter style, is it? Yes. Now die. <laughs> what are you doing? Contestant Nebulous, come out from behind that pillar. Yeah, come out and fight like a man. Why, why should I fight like a man when you're fighting like a robot? It's pointless me doing Queensbury rules and you got lasers shooting out of your eyes. Our ratings are increasing, controller. Excellentness. Very high satisfaction ratings coming in from core demographic. Lattice. Humanoids with a disposable income, sentient gases, aged 15 to 35, and the most elusive viewer of all, the AB1+. Ah, the AB1+, a hyper-intelligent computer which hardly watches any television. Come out, Anabulus! Very well, my old mate. Here I come. Wait, what's Nebulous doing with that mirror? He's using it to reflect lasers back at Boko. It's so obvious, it's brilliant. Sorry it had to be like this, Boko, but you know me. Professor, are you all right? We, we heard lasers. I thought there might have been some sort of light show. Went loco. He was a robotic killer, an assassinoid. And that's exactly what you two are. Contestants Paula and Rory switch to kill mode. But wait a second. As you kill me, why not watch yourself doing it in this mirror? You'll find you look surprisingly charismatic and cool. Oh, nice one. Oh, let me see. Okay, ready? And fire laser eyes. Vanity. The veiny Achilles heel of the vein. Everybody's on fire! Why wasn't I involved? Contestant Harry switched to kill mode. I'm sorry, Harry, but I fear I must end your life too. Unlike you, Professor, I no longer have the luxury of a life, only a half-life. Oh, shut up and fire your eyes. Just another ordinary day in Kent. All hail, Controller Clavel. Congratulations, Professor. The highest rated live broadcast since the birth of Jesus 3, up close and personal. Professor, allow me to download these fan texts directly into your psyche. Oh, oh, oh. 
thank you. Tell me, how did you work out your assistants were not real? Simple. Both Rory and Paula seemed sluggish and slow-witted, whereas your robots were fairly efficient. But why this obsession with turning other people's reality into entertainment? It's not mere entertainment. We cannot survive without it. You see, we have no reality of our own. Many years ago, the Sirius Television Network was fighting the galaxy's most savage ratings war. Thousands of programs went over the top and died. A rival network called Uranus Gold acquired a chronomic bomb and detonated it during prime time. Sirius was virtually destroyed. And so you exist in a lateral time loop? Or, or could it possibly be a variable stasis, Eddie? Or might it be a perma now? Whatever it is, it's bloody irritating. We're stranded in a perpetual present. Nothing connecting us to the past or the future. So you feed on the actuality of others? Like some kind of scavenging space seagulls of hyperreality? Of terror? We have no choice. All that remains of our world is this television station. We do have a regional office, but that's mainly for show. Um, what about the serious people? The guards who brought you here were also robots. My assistant and I were the only survivors. We are the last of the present serious. And we are only able to mate when we achieve maximum ratings. I see. So now that the Paula show has topped the ratings, you can breed and breed and breed. Indeed. That is why I am oozing this viscous fluid. Oh, 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 right. Uh, well, I'd, uh, I better leave you to it. Why don't you, uh, de-scoop me back to Earth? Very well, if that is what you wish. Please, step into this cubicle. Thank you. Goodbye, Clavo. Goodbye, Professor. You were a brave man indeed to give up all this. All... all this? Oh, still no sign of the professor. At first I told myself he'd simply overslept, but... Seven months on, I'm starting to wonder. It's time to admit it, Paula. He's gone. He's not coming back, and he's gone. Oh, Kent's just not Kent without him. Yeah, we roll in when we want. My workstation's got a drinks cabinet. We get to bring in toys on a Friday. It's a shame the prof had to die, but, you know... No, Rory. I refuse to accept he's dead. If the professor was dead, he would let me know. Welcome. Good morning, Miss Breeze. Mr. Lawson, I take it Nebras hasn't deigned to show his face in Kent? No, sir, but I've got a good feeling about today. Too late. Sorry, I'd like to do what I can, but I'm afraid I can't. In view of Nebras's continued absence, it is my solemn and lovely duty to close you down. <laughs> Hello, team. Sir Ronald. Just in the nick of time, Neblas. A moment later and Kent would have ceased to exist. Let me take your coat off. I'm not wearing a coat. Perhaps I'll take something off. Hi, Prof. Uh, good to see you. Uh, fancy a celebratory drink? Yes. Paula, 
Pop the cyber kettle on. Uh, not that sort of drink. I mean, a, a drop of the hard stuff. What, you mean ice? O- all right, uh, how about a game? Uh, five-dimensional Kaplunk? Buckaroo Rogers? Hungry Mind Parasites? What? Where in the world have you been, Neblos? Not in this world, Sir Ronald. I have been on Poodle Sphere 6. Serious? Totally. But you have no jurisdiction there. I doubt whether that quadrant of the galaxy has even heard of Kent. Oh, you'd be surprised, Sir Ronald. On Sirius, I was a huge television star. I had billions of adoring viewers. My show was beamed out to innumerable worlds. Wow, sounds great. Yes, I suppose it does. I had the undivided attention of an entire solar system. But I came back. Good, Neblos, because there's seven months' worth of dry cleaning awaiting your attention. <laughs> oh, Professor. Oh, I'm so glad you're home. <laughs> <laughs> so am I, Paula. So am I. In Nebulous by Graham Duff, Mark Gatiss played Professor Nebulous. Paula, Rosie Cavaliero, Harry and guard Paul Putner... Rory and Controller Clavor, Graham Duff, Sir Ronald Rowlands, Graham Crowden, Gemini, Sirius Underling and Clown Mother, Julia Dolkin, Boko and Clown Father, Matt Wolf. The theme music was by Malcolm Boyle. Nebulous was directed by Nicholas Briggs and is a baby cow production for Radio 4. <laughs>